Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david everyone recognize that voice welcome back behind the velvet rope we are joined by the one the only i can't even believe i'm saying these words and that she's here with us today miss sarah frazier oh my god i love you so much well i feel the same way david yontef i mean before we get to what? the scandal before we talk yes. more about the scandal we have to talk about you know listen it's not about me being listen, you know I love to talk about it from the producer business aspect. Let's mm-hmm. talk about lawyers. You know, everyone's this you know, and that. You know, good lawyers, and you you are a lawyer, so you have good insight. Yeah, you want to? Talk, you're talking the Brandy Glanville, right? Lawyer thing. Yeah, I'm talking like this one said this. This is how I just love to be like, this is how the real world works. People, <laughs> not 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 in an insulting way, but like. Yeah, like, bitch has lawyered up, as would I. I've said this before. Now, I think, this is what I think, and we'll get into Brandy's statement from the lawyer. I believe, because after this happened, I was like, hey, everyone, I think Carolyn's going to sue. Well, guess what? She's really quiet over there. So I think either she's suing Bravo, and we're all going to hear about it, or she is got money and signed whatever to shut up, and that's what I think. No one will ever... That is what I think. Now, moving along, because we don't even know what happened. I believe Brandy, Brandy's statement actually says that she was told not to contact lawyers. I'm sure she was by Shed Media, the same people that do Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. 
Emerald Housewives of New York City. Huge, no yes. Um, I, I, they do girls trip. I, I believe that she was told, you know, don't contact lawyers. But I also believe that Brandy, look, I stand by once you involve lawyers and are litigious, yes. Everyone can leave your comments that Monique sued Netflix and now she's on it. Sure. You could even refer to the conversation Miss Sarah Fraser and I had a few weeks ago that NeNe leaks. Who knows if Atlanta is in the fucking toilet and it's like a dump and you're flushing it next season and you're flushing a couple more seasons. I don't know. I don't think NeNe will ever be back because she sued the network, but stranger things have happened. But I still think as a whole, when you involve lawyers, it's you don't just get back on the network. You don't that easily. Now, I believe, I believe that Brandy did take a step back and and try to 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 like call the network. And I think I'm making up my own backstory, but I think after like a week, two weeks, they probably weren't so gracious to Brandy's phone calls. And I think once you sit in it and no one is returning your calls, I think Brandy, the light went on and it's like, I might, as David and Sarah have been saying, I, I've listened to David and Sarah's podcast because I'm Brandy. And of course I listened that maybe I am done with the network and NBC. And to me, it's like, if you are done, if you are truly done and they're never going to use you again, it's like, yeah, lawyer up, bitch. That's a smart move. So this is how lawsuits work. So Carolyn could claim whatever she wants all day. Now Brandy's lawyers are basically painting her like a slut. Now I could take those words back and we could read this. Oh, you do? You think they're painting her? I I read that as they... uh... No, no, not Brandy. I think they're painting Carolyn as like a loose woman who loved this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, too. From Brandy's lawyer statement, 100%. They say, exactly. They, they, well, it's interesting. They're trying to force Bravo's hand, right? They want the tapes released. Release the tape. If Brandy is so predatory, let's see it. Because, exactly, they claim that Carolyn Manzo, I guess, was there drinking. People have been smoking weed all day. And Manzo was basically saying, I've never really been with a woman, but I kind of want to be with one now or whatever laughing, flirting. Uh, The bathroom scene came out. Everything was great. Talked to people, said everything was great. And then, you know, along the way has backtracked. So yeah, it's certainly um, the way they paint it is like it shed media's fault. And um, Carolyn Manzo, that Carolyn Manzo was a willing participant and then changed her tune at some point. Um, and and they're and they're saying, okay, great. Tell show us why she suddenly changed her her tune. Like what? Because she was all gung ho and all about it and all on brandy and on this girl on girl action, and then changed her mind. My opinion, you know, I think Carolyn Manzo has this like kind of family mama bear type thing. So if she was drunk and high, I, again. This is just my opinion, and allegedly, I have no proof of any of this. This is just a complete. Could this be? Could this happen? She probably starts down the girl on girl track, and then she's like, "Wait a minute, I'm a grandmother. Like, I can't be doing this." And then totally changes her mind. Which, I mean, you have the right to change your mind. I guess it's just, you know, does that make? I don't know that that makes Brandy predatory or not. You know, like they said, roll the tape. Let's see what 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 was on the unedited tape because. That would be proof, I would think, of if there's an issue or not. I mean, this is how lawsuits work, people. Look, this is why, and I'm not saying rightfully so. I'm just saying 
true victim, I'm not saying Carolyn is or not, because we don't know, but this is why true victims of rape and sexual assault don't come forward. Because this is, you know, you, you go to a lawyer and they say, you have to be ready. Like you're going to get on the stand and they are going to paint you as this. This is how it always works. So you should come forward if you're truly violated, but you gotta buckle up and just, you know, a lot of times sure. people that are true victims are like, I don't have that. I mean, in, in me to do, I mean, I, I would, I would be like, I don't say anything you want about me. Let's fry this motherfucker. But this is how it works. This is how it works. So I don't know what, you know, Caroline expected whether she's valid or not. I, I don't know. I really don't know. I have no horse in this race, but this well, is how it is works. They're going to paint you like a loose woman who, yeah, gave a thumbs up. Yeah, man. And I never kissed a girl and liked it until today, baby. Or, or these, oh, these other things. To your point, we don't even have any proof that Carolyn made a complaint, right? We just have the, we, we have the knowing facts that Carolyn and Brandy left the trip early, but we don't really know why, right? We don't know if Carolyn complained, if shed media shut it down. We don't know, right? Uh, well, Br Carolyn went home on her own. Brandy was sent to the hotel and then sent home. Yeah. I mean, I think, right. Carolyn is never, I think we know that she said something to them, I think, but she's never said anything out loud in the media to anyone. So that we don't know. And to your point, right. They're asking for, I mean, it's a very smart move and they're saying to shed media and Bravo, like, you know, you should be ashamed of yourselves. You ply women with liquor all day. Look, a lot of things they're saying are, are truth of how this works you ply them with liquor all day and right and like shame on you for allowing this narrative to be out there and how could you not have shut this down like where is the statement and brandy's lawyer is going so far as to say you're doing this for ratings you're doing this to create the narrative so that everyone tunes in in droves when this show comes out like this is extremely irresponsible that you're letting this narrative go on about an innocent woman you know just for ratings after applying these people with liquor all day now i'm just and so I'm not saying I'm not taking any sides. I'm just saying this is a good lawyer. This I'm going to I I you don't think I've taken the, the note of this Mr. Damian West ESQ and Mr. I mean, I, I, I that's sorry. I don't even think that's the person. I think that's oh. Lisa Shannon is at the um, no, it's Duncan Levin. The, these are the people at Bravo because Lisa Shannon's high up at Bravo. So look, it goes back to what I'm saying. I mean, do I think we're not going to see girls trip four? I mean, I've said that so many times. How? Is, look, I don't think we're not, but how do we see it now? How do we see it? Because you're not going to be able to edit the tape that this person is requesting, whether they get it or you have to hand it over. Now we get into legal things. But eventually, if there's some lawsuit, there is raw footage somewhere. So I agree. It's a great tactic. And now if that is handed over or that exists, how is this show now going to be edited? Because if you were going to edit it one way, now, isn't that a lawsuit? If you're already asking for that, how are you going to edit this a certain way when there's a lawyer involved now? A lawyer's going to say like, yeah, we're actually suing you because look at how this is portrayed and this is not at all what happened. There is certainly a way to edit this that one side looks predatory or less predatory, right? So now we have a raw footage being requested. How are we going to see something on the screen that's anything so less than exactly? I, I don't know. Look, are you basically getting at that this lawsuit that Brandy's lawyers have filed is almost a way to they're, they're not going to show the footage at all? Is that what you think 
is I behind mean, this? I think it doesn't help them showing it. I, I really, I don't know. This is a big fucking mess. It's a big mess. Now, it's just like you and I have talked about. You come on my podcast, you don't like it, you want edits, this and that. I mean, the bridge is burned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, like yeah. when you spend it, when you waste an hour of my fucking time, I'm at it. I'm sending this out because as we talk about, I'm of the people. So you don't want this episode aired. I don't give a fuck. It's it's being aired. So I'm sure that Bravo is not going to just scrap like $250,000 times eight, you know, and, and production value and renting and flying. It's a lot of money that was put into this filming of this girl's trip for. So I don't think we're not not going to see it. It's going to cost a lot of money. Although, did you just see recently Julia Roberts having horrible screen testing for Shakespeare? She was supposed to be Shakespeare in Love instead of Gwyneth Paltrow. It cost them $6 million, the, 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 the studio and Julia. I don't know if they had to pay her. I don't know how. I didn't read the article. But like, so look, it's a huge network, NBC. They might just have to eat whatever costs based on the exposure. But this is the stuff I love. This is why people well, listen to us, Sarah, because we like to break the fourth wall and talk about real fucking life this is real life here this is the type of shit i love remember you told me last week last week to get inspired yes a scandal and who cheated on who i mean we'll talk about it yes i'm not over it i'm just like come on guys let's well, talk about bigger you know things. right right people have affairs all the even time even though uh, we're going to talk about it soon because that's all you guys want to talk about and mama needs to eat um <laughs> But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, how are we going to see Girls Trip 4 when now there's a lawyer that's wanting edited? I mean, bravo, tisk, tisk, tisk. How are you going to edit this? Because Brandy's going to be watching and so is her lawyer. So look, I don't know, girl. I don't know. And listen, genius, she, genius she, play by, genius. by Brandy. And, and I think to your point, I, I think you've said it from the start. I don't think we're going to see Brandy back on Bravo for a very long time. I mean, I, I think this if is probably ever. it. Yeah. So, so I think to Brandy's point, what does she have to lose? Like you, you ought to go big, go home. Maybe you can get a settlement. The wait is over. That's right. A season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. This summer, the world must answer one question. Why has no one made a popsicle? that gets you high yet that's right it's summer and it's time for you to get your hands on america's new favorite product danksicles 20 milligrams of thc in two great flavors the latest and greatest innovation from indicloud is indicloud the greatest company to come out of america maybe but what we do know for sure is that indicloud is the best way to get dispensary grade cannabis delivered directly to your door 100 legally yes they ship legally to all states no medical card needed whether it's vapes as big as your head, flowers you won't find in your mom's garden, or of course, popsicles that get you high as What are you waiting for? Go to indicloud.co slash spring24 and get discreet delivery on top shelf THC products. Head over to indicloud.co slash spring24. That's co, not com, to snag 30% off your first order.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I had another great Vanderpump Rules party. Listen, we are all engrossed in the scandal, right? It's all we want to talk about here behind the velvet rope. And my parties have now become a regular thing. And it's great because last minute when I throw this all together, you don't think I plan this, even though it happens every week ahead of time. I order the pizzas and then I go to Drizzly for the alcohol. I'm a good host. You have to provide alcohol, right? Listen, Drizzly is amazing. It's the most convenient way to buy beer, wine, and spirits and have it delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. Are you as busy as I am? You don't have time to go to the alcohol store. You know, Drizzly is the number one app for alcohol delivery. And it's not just that the alcohol comes so quickly. They have every type of alcohol you pretty much want, such a wide variety of a selection. And I love that they basically are economical. They shop across multiple stores to compare prices and they really find the best deals on what you're looking for. Vodka, tequila, after dinners, wine, champagne, everything you could imagine. So the next time you're having people over or maybe having a nightcap by yourself, download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com, the number one app for alcohol delivery. Um, Uh, And I think that, first of all, guys in the real world, you know, like this takes a minute to hire a lawyer, draft this, like that. She might've been doing that all along, but I think I just, my mind goes, I think she was not doing this. I think she was like, I know what happens because look at Nene and look at this one. And when you get a lawyer, that is the nail in the coffin. And I don't want the nail in the coffin. I think that, listen, I had Brandy on this podcast and I said this, I've said this, if I didn't say this, let me say it now. I was, cause you never know what to expect the first time, right? I was blown away by the level of intelligence as a person, Brandy had. Like my takeaway from speaking to her one-on-one was, look, I don't think she's innocent. Yes, I think she gets drunk. I think she drinks too much. I think she changes. But I was shocked at, like, she wasn't difficult at all with me. She was on time. Like it was a very professional, like the talk was high level about how housewives work. I was like, wow, this girl is smarter than a lot of people give her credit for. So I think to me, just my own analysis is like, she was probably trying to work on it. And like, look, all these other people are fucking afraid to, to blink an eye at Bravo because they they dangle the carrot. Oh, maybe in 20 years, you can get back on the show. No, girl, you were fired. They're never going to hire you back. So I love when someone's like, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. And wait, yeah. you haven't fucking returned my calls or emails for, oh, I get it. Oh, I get it. I'm really banned. I'm really done. I'm never going to be back. And then you're like, right now I have nothing to lose. I would do the I would do the same thing. I would try to work it out with a big network of like, I want to come back guys. But once the light went on, it would be like, I'm not the chump. Like I'm okay to be canceled. Like as a person, me, David, I would rather stick my hand in the fire than have you just dangle that carrot. Once I realized, 
there's no fucking carrot guys. I'm not your fucking trained monkey. So I think that's yeah. what happened. And I think now she's like, I have nothing to lose and I don't care. And like, you're going to say, I mean, these are, these are what she did it. That's all thing. But if you didn't, you're letting this narrative about me perpetrate. How dare you? How dare you? And I am going to fucking sue you. So I thought this letter was brilliant and it covered so many points about the plying of alcohol and how Carolyn wanted it and asked for it, whether that's true or not. I just, that's what a lawyer does. And that's where my, and I'm like, well played Brandy for now. Right. That's all. Yes. Very and, well played. Yes. And I just think, I don't know. I don't know what this means for girls trip for guys. Just buckle up. Okay. There all we right. go. There we go. I like that. Um, Sheena says that she thinks they're going to need bodyguards at the Vanderpump Rules reunion. The scandal. The scandal. I think they will. I think they will. I think they should. Uh, It's going to be the highest rated um, three-part, four-part series ever. I can tell you, um, I love my girls from Potomac, but I can tell you it's, you know, from the first 30 seconds, it's going to be more interesting than that reunion, um, which was just so boring and so bad. Um, so, yeah, I think they should get bodyguards. They need bodyguards. They obviously have, you know, Sheena has the, the Raquel's got the restraining order against Sheena. Um, we think that that was granted, right? We still don't have confirmation that that was granted. Although I feel like we do. I think it was, I think what it is, is I think it was like, look, I think it was like injunctive relief, like a temporary restraining order. So it was granted. And now they have a hearing on the 23rd of March to see you know, like, look, if it's, you're really in danger, you get a temporary restraining order. It's like injunctive relief of like, it is granted. And now we have to have a hearing to say like, is this valid? And like, is this a real restraining order that will go into the future? Or is this just was temporary and it's all bullshit. But I think the fact that it's granted temporarily means that they believed that Raquel was in enough danger based on the facts that she prevented, uh, presented sure. that it was granted. So it is granted. It's just until the 23rd. And then, you know, Sheena's come out and said, you know, Sheena's lawyered up too. I love when people lawyer up because it's like the business side of it. I can't help it, guys. And so Sheena's lawyers come out and said, you know, this is all facts presented by a known liar and a fan and a girl desperate for fame. And we will find out the real truth on the 23rd. So that's the thing. Everyone gets so, Mm -hmm. people hear what they want to hear because they're so invested. I'm invested in no one except, you know, these listeners. And so I like to just, look, I don't know. I mean, can I really see Sheena? I mean, we had Peter on. Peter's like, yeah, I could see Sheena doing that. I don't know if I could. I mean, really, I mean, first of all, I don't blame Raquel I mean, listen, if you took my fucking phone and you put your hands on my phone and you threw it, if anyone puts their hands on me, I would be doing the same thing Raquel is. So if this is true, I would, you would be in serious trouble. Like seriously, this is why I have no fear of anyone. You, you want to put your hands on me? Go ahead. I'd rather you not, like, I don't want a black eye. I don't want to fall to the ground, but I ain't fighting you back. I'm going right to work with your fucked if you ever put your hands on me. So if this happens and Raquel's lawyering up and has a restraining order, mm-hmm. I, I would keep going. I would take the job away from the girl after 10 years. I would take every penny and be like you and your fucking kid and your husband. Go fucking move out of your house and live in the streets. Live wow. in the streets. Oh, you put your hands on me? You go fucking and- <laughs> You live in the streets and you rot in hell. And I don't care if I walk by you and your kid and your husband starving to death. 
I will literally not even throw you a penny. Honestly. And Raquel may, uh, Raquel might be that kind of person because I thought it was very interesting with Peter and this whole Mattergrill who we, we obviously interviewed and, you know, been on the show for years, decade more manager at Sir. Peter, nobody is defending Raquel. You know, like, like if this happened to you and people said to me, well, what is David like? I mean, I would say like David's an amazing person. He's made a mistake, you know, kind of like what Schwartzy is saying about Sandoval. You know, I mean, uh, Raquel doesn't have one friend. Not one person is coming. I don't even think like, okay, let's let's forget the cast of Vanderpump. How about just a friend of hers in real life? How about a sibling? How about somebody? I mean, Ariana's Ariana's brother has spoken out. How about someone coming out and going, hey, 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 like she is an incredible person who walks stray dogs on the weekends. And, you know, she's she's was at a low point. She's done this, but everybody needs to back the fuck off. This is a real human. Not one person has come forward to do that. And Peter had like nothing great. Now, of course, Peter's a scorned man. You know, I mean, he feels like he was used and probably he was as a date or two for this season of Vanderpump and then, you know, discarded by Raquel. And, you know, he was a starter pony, which was a touching point for him. Uh, He basically told her to go fuck herself on our show. And, and I almost felt bad listening that listen, Peter had a great time with us. I almost want to issue an apology. I almost want to issue an apology to Mr. Mattergirl because Hey, look, we were so, I mean, not even you, me, because like I, you know, come up with these questions, but like, we were so focused on the Scandival and Tom and Ariana and LVP. Like the more Peter talked about the starter pony, I was just, at least I was, I was like, yeah, sweetie, like move on. Like, that's not why you're here. Like I literally listened to the interview back and Peter had a great time. He's not upset, but I listened back and I'm like, man, like I gave no attention to his being upset for being called a starter pony. Do you realize this? Oh, we yes. we yes. were just like, okay, that's great, Peter. On. Like, you're yeah. not here for that. But really, you are here because, like, it is supposed to be about you. I'm like, forget about being a starter pony, babes. Like, we, we got to talk about, like, have you spoken to LVP? I'm like, man. Like, oh, so I would, was, I would like to very, apologize. Very, very personally hurt. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to apologize to Mr. Mattergrove. That was his second appearance, and he's a lovely gentleman. We're going to see him at Sir. So I am sorry when you were telling Raquel to go fuck herself on the podcast, and you referred to the starter pony. Should have spent a little more time on that, Peter. I'm sorry. Yeah, he was very hurt. But anyway, you know, I'm we sorry. live and we learn. Peter can come back. Yeah. Um, so what were we saying? So yeah, well, you're right. Well, that's you're right. kind of the latest in the Vanderpump, you know, um, uh, like dynasty, right? I mean, you know, we're going to get more. I feel like I'm in good company. Andy Cohen was out with um, Anderson Cooper, his BFF the other night. And Anderson was like, what's going on with Scandaval? And Andy's like, oh, I'll get you up to speed. And, you know, Cooper doesn't watch it either. You know, he's like, oh, I, I, I don't really know any of these people. But, you know, <laughs> so I was like, thank you. Thank you, Anderson Cooper. Um, I mean, what else is going on in that space? In that space? I mean, uh, well, I know you want to talk about Jax and Kristen and Brittany. Where do we begin? Now, listen, you know, I have a personal relationship with Jax in the real world. So you are close. He's on your page all the time. I love it. He comments all the time on the page. Love Jax. Jax is another one. When I sat down to chat with him, I was blown away by how smart, business-minded, intelligent. Uh, I got to be honest, you know. 
He's a smart businessman. And if this can get him into the Bravo sphere again for a paycheck, it just lends itself like Jax doesn't I mean, Jax can't stand Tom. Jax is not in this real world. I mean, he is, but I mean, Dodie is the winner as far as the three, five, four. Let's include Brittany, four terminated people that Dodie's really the one that rushed to Ariana's side. She didn't do it to get back on the show, but like, well played, Kristen Dodie. Well played. You are filming now. She, her, she's the she's MVP. not in. She's the MVP of the week for me. And Vicki Gumbelson is the MVP. Two people who I think have played the game. Genius, genius, genius. Um, we'll talk Vicky about Gumbelson, it. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Vicki Gumbelson is basically back on RHOC after being fired. And they never wanted to bring Vicki back. And they have brought Vicki back. And I think Vicki has done something. I'll talk more about it. Uh, that I think Jill Zarin. Uh, I, I get Jill. I get Jill about equal pay. But. Jill's just never been able to masterfully. Vicky played it so well, and so did Kristen. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This work year has been more stressful so far than any year I've had in a really long time. All because of this podcast. And you guys know I'm a workaholic and I have such a hard time taking my mind off of work. But one thing that really has helped me is the mobile game Love and Pies. Now, I am not a gamer. I mean, you think of me, you don't think of a gamer, right? But it's not just that this game takes my mind off of work. It's that Love and Pies is related to our reality TV that we talk about here every day. There's more drama in this game and more intrigue than the shows that we watch. There's a woman named Amelia Green. You kind of play as her. She's a single mom. She moved to the countryside after a rough divorce. She discovers all these dark family secrets. Amelia's mom is missing. And the more you play, the more I play, I get sucked in and I just want to keep advancing. But don't take my word for it. More than 4.5 million people downloaded this game in the first year. And just in case you're wondering, it's free to download. So for a tasty mix of love and drama, download Love and Pop for free today. That's Love and Pies, free to download in the App Store or Google Play. Vicky is doing confessionals. Now, I don't think she's going to be full-time, but, you know, in, in Doesn't a- Doesn't matter. In a, in a, right. Now, and were you going to be doing confessionals before this re-edit? So they're re-editing it. They must have enough Vicky on 
screen. And, you know, someone made this comment to me and it's really true. Like what's happening is RHOC without dividing it into two shows and firing everyone it's turning into legacy it's turning into rhoc legacy before our very Ah, eyes interesting before our very eyes and yeah we have taylor but she's she's an og of bh so that that even counts throw that in there i mean tamrat is speaking out now that we're getting close tamrat tamrat doing amazing tamrat another one fired from the brink of like no one cared about her you know non-existent to top rated podcast back on full-time rhoc i mean tamrat actually that's a great name for tamrat because she is a rat i mean she holds on like she can survive anything and i didn't come up with it but i'm gonna use it these lovely listeners came up with it but um She is back. Listen, she's come out saying, you know, I came back with a vengeance, my uh, secret ally who would have ever expected. I became close with Emily Simpson. And again, I'm let look, I am cautiously optimistic about the OC. Yeah, look, we have Taylor. I mean, that's going to be interesting. Tamrat's interesting. My queen, Heather Dubrow, wonderful human being in real life. Um, Vicky, I mean, I guess I should be excited about that. I like. I know. I like Vicky. Vicky never, you know, because Vicky is, her her personal life is constantly a disaster. I like her. She just came on the podcast, opened her big fucking yamma here. You know, she talked about, you know, Lisa Rinna being rude to her at Andy's baby show. I said, who was rude to you? Lisa Rinna. Well, guess what? I was on Wendy Williams because of that. And the, the viral press for two weeks, Vicky Gumbleson couldn't awesome. handle. Girl, you're a fucking OG. You know, if you're opening your trap and you talk about Lisa fucking Rinna being rude to you at the Andy's baby shower, we're going to make Wendy Williams. And you don't like it? Too fucking bad. So, Vicky, I don't have anything against her. I don't have anything. Yeah, what, what you doing? How you doing? How are you doing? I don't have, I don't have anything against her, but she's not thrilled Side to come note. back on my podcast well vicky come back vicky it, we it's all love here you know and uh, by the way once you don't come back i don't have a use for you i don't know why that's so rude i don't have a use for you you're not my friend this is like unlike all i'm like you're not in my head like i don't need you to be my fucking friend i care about the listeners not you so if you're not going to come on this podcast then i don't give a fuck then i will say whatever i want you might you're making them feel a little too disposable i I mean i'm sorry i think you got to care a little david i mean i care about well i mean do i they fuck you over sarah they fuck you over i care about someone i care about the people that come back like heather dubrow (laughs) meredith marks um i can keep gertie from alexia yes we have to do. I, I I say I want our listeners to vote. I think once a month we should do a pop culture podcast that's that's has nothing to do with um, housewives. You know, when, do you think when Wendy Williams is saying that she is going to have a she podcast? Do it. you think it's really going to happen? Because because you know that, no. that would be in our space if she really comes back with one. I mean, that would be enormous. She will be number one. Which I you know I don't want anyone else to launch any more podcasts because we're doing so well. Yeah. I don't want anyone else to launch one, but it's, it's, it's now been going on. I think a year they've said, do you think she is launching a podcast? It's, it's Wendy's situation. It makes me sad because I agree with you. She's so good at this. She's the queen. Yeah. She, she could listen. She could do just what she does on the show. Start, give five minutes or whatever, of hot topics 
and then have a guest and people would go on her big names. I mean, she didn't exactly have huge names on her show, but she could get real guests and she would be great. Yes. But well, she I, could, by the way, you know, I, she, I don't, I don't, she think couldn't so. get, she couldn't get big names. She, no. she ended up getting bigger names towards the end, but you know, she was really, it started with the Whitney Houston comment. I'm sure years ago, you know, basically she and Whitney got into it because she, I think she was one of the first people to accuse Whitney Houston on the radio of using crack cocaine, which turned out to be true. But at the time you never said that. And, you know, she's also the one that confronted Portia Rossi, Portia de Rossi on the red carpet and basically said, I know you're gay. And then Portia de Rossi like hightailed it. Out. So anyhow, she couldn't get big names because she didn't play by the rules. Trailblazer, 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 trailblazer. Uh, and then towards the end of her career, she because I think she'd established herself so well and she had such a strong audience, she was getting bigger names because they wanted to go on and promote whatever they were had. But she never really had huge names because she would she would tell what what every but you know what hollywood was going on was really going on that's what the genius howard stern does and he gets the biggest names ever courtney cox does his show jennifer aniston i mean everybody does he did he did an enormous 180 about a decade ago like right when the timing was right right when you know everybody kind of the height of like perez hilton and everybody got tired of that sort of celebrity teardown he did a complete 180 Leaned on his therapy. I love Howard, but, you know, he got into therapy. He'd been going to therapy for a while, but he really did this reincarnation of Howard Stern of of a kinder, softer, you know, Howard. And he's uh, he's the best at the business. He's literally the best. He is literally the greatest that has ever existed in the history of anything is Mr. Howard Stern. The GOAT. As Erica says, the fucking goat about Lisa Rinna. Um, speaking of which, so then we'll, then we have to talk about for Beverly Hills for a minute. But oh, let's no, Jody Jody played it well. She is back. Look, her name is not in the credit. She's not a cast member this season. I don't think Kristen just mics up, you know, for a dollar. So I think there was money in her bank account now from this. And Dodie's played it well. And next season, girl, next season when those credits start, we might see. We're not sure. We might see Dodie. I mean, imagine that first scene. She's going to walk in and just be like, I mean, forget this breakup between Tom and Ariana. I want to see a scene. I want it to be filmed at Sir. And I want Tom to be sitting there and Lisa to be like, listen, darling, we have, you know, there's someone that wants to speak to. I need you just to like sit here and we're just going to hash this out. Okay. And Tom thinks he's having a meeting with Lisa and Lisa's like, I'll be right back, darling. And then you look at like the feet, the same way Heather Dubrow entered when she returned to her big mansion last season and said, I'm back. You have to just follow the feet. And she walks in and she's like walking and they pan up and you see Dodie. And then there's a server there and she's like, I'll have a Pinot Grigio. And then she sits down and then Tom says, oh, Jesus Christ, Kristen. And she's like, shut up. We're going to talk. That's what I want to see. <laughs> and you probably will. I think and you will. Someone, I mean, yes, they're going to have Kristen consoling Ariana, blah, 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 blah. Great. I want to see that scene I just described. And then as Kristen's leaving, James Kennedy walks in and she's like, get out of my way. And James is like, Kristen? And then <laughs> drop the mic. Um, okay, well, <laughs> Beverly Hills. We, um, there's a lot of, the girls are still in Vegas filming and people are saying a lot of things. A, where the fuck are the newbies? They're not allowed to be in the photo. They're there. 
fine. B, um, Erica, Erica, come out wherever you are. Just don't follow in Kyle's footsteps. Just admit that you're on the Ozempic or the Manjaro, like David Ozempic. is. You know, she's so on Ozempic. Girl, it ain't bad. Guess now, let me just tell you, now that I'm in like month, whatever, I'm like 95% good. Side effects, only 5% of the time. I ain't sick anymore. Okay, let's move on. It's not about me. So they're saying that. And three, they're saying, Houston, Houston, is this thing on? We got a problem. People are saying it looks really fucking boring. It looks really boring, everyone's saying. They're in Vegas. They had Crystal's birthday party. Where's the drama? And four, Nicolette Sheridan has thrown herself into the mix. Guys, she's not. I know. I know we're going to. She's not. Why, Why is she not a contender? She's just. I'm sorry. I think for where the show is, they consider her too old. I'm sorry. That That is what I think in my mind. In my mind. I don't think that. I will say it again. I like housewives to be in their 50s and to be in their 60s. I don't like them in their 30s. I don't think that is the... But look, we have Danielle Cabral and Rachel Fuda on, on, on New Jersey, and they're doing great. I just think they want to hire someone that they can be with for 10 years the same way like danielle cabral to me is like we're watching Teresa 2.0 be born right before our eyes that like i mean danielle's mother is like the same age as like Teresa basically and like they have like 10 15 years now with this girl she's really a superstar so i just think i love nicolette sheridan i love everything about it i love you know desperate housewives i love Nats landing i think she's great i mean i just think she's too old for what they are looking it's sad I, i'm not a proud of this statement but i don't work for bravo so i'm not in charge of casting i just think it's not what they're looking for but i, I love mean, I her would agree i would agree with you but then you look at i don't know you look at vicky gumbelson back you look at but that's different that's like she's back I don't know. I almost feel like age doesn't matter if they can really bring the interesting drama. Can she? I mean, Rinna's gone. I don't know. Yeah. Like why her as opposed to, you know. I I do think how, and you know, Garcelle's been doing all kinds of publicity and and basically saying good luck, good riddance. You know, Rinna Rinna did a great job for a while, but we're moving on. Thank God. I, I agree. What? Tell me what drama. Because, you know, I think from what I'm reading, the women are going to be against Erica. They want Erica gone. Um, maybe that could be good. Maybe. I don't know. Um, and what does that mean? Dorit? Dorit's against her. Kyle? Kyle's against her. Is this is this real? Is yeah, Kyle going to speak up and grow balls? Is Dorit, does Dorit have balls? I mean, I think, you know. They could, maybe. Like, to okay. me if it's everyone against Erica and you make Erica the villain, I mean, is that really, didn't we see that already? Like I'd well, rather, right? Who else is going to be the villain? I mean, well, I can think of is, you know, is crystal. We'd, we'd said this a while ago, are crystal so-called friends, these 17 friends that apparently like, like stopped being friends with her. And then of course that was like, not true an exaggerated number. Um, you know, are some of those friends on the show kind of like what we saw with Mia Thornton on RHOP and her friend Jacqueline? I mean, are we getting a friend? And and like you've always said, there's so much more to Crystal. Are we going to get a lot more about Crystal that we are just going to be, you know, Jaws? I, I don't know. I to me, the, the 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 two villains that could they would have a great season, and they both need a great season are Dorit 
and Crystal. Dorit and Crystal both need to step it up right now. Honestly, like that's what I think. I think if one of them just said, like, it's my season, like, let me do something. And just, I think they both have it in them. That's the thing. I think they both have it in them. It's like, I mean, Garcelle, we've seen be a victim. Garcelle ain't afraid. And we've seen Sutton be a victim. I mean, be, be, be like the, the like villain, like Sutton can easily speak up. We've seen it. We've seen Garcelle speak up. It's just to me, Kyle, Kyle's not going to do it, nor does she need to. She's protected. I think Dorit and Crystal, all eyes are on them. I think they are the two weak links in this core cast without even starting filming. I can tell you the two names that make the most sense to be on the chopping block next season would be Crystal and, and Dorit. So it's like one of you just finds it in you to step up and you'll have a great season. And I don't know. Does Rinna being fired scare people? Does it scare them? I bet you Dorita's shaking in her boots. Like, I don't want to stick my neck out. I don't want to get fired. I I don't know. I mean, I, I do think there are newbies, like I've said all along. They're not in the photos. I mean, if it turns out I'm wrong and there are no newbies, I don't know. I mean, they'd have to bring it in such a spectacular way. Um, and five, I there's no way they're going to do it with five. I mean, that's the kiss of death. Right? That's all we have is Garcelle, Sutton, Erica, Dorit, Kyle. And, okay, we have six. Six. But, and by the way, by the way, I mean, I know she doesn't come till later usually. Where the fuck is Kathy Hilton? I mean, she's all over the Versace oh. Versace opening with Paris and, and Paris's book is coming out. Um, Isn't it amazing how much Kathy loves fame? I love how much Kathy Hilton, who doesn't need it. Loves fame. Every red carpet. Every red carpet she can get on. She's I love Kathy. I mean, that's the other thing, right? I think Kathy is filming with them and is probably on a lot of these trips and stuff. But I think you're not seeing Kathy. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing is, is like, why are they going to allow Dorit or Crystal to announce anything on their fucking Instagrams? They're not. That's why you're seeing the generic, the boring six. Not that they're boring. I love all those women. But, you know, you're seeing... I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. You think LVP and Garcelle are are good friends. I wouldn't be surprised if you see a scene filmed with LVP. LVP is way, is really back in the Bravo, you know, universe. I mean, I and, think we're going to see a lot of surprises. And to your point, I mean, did we really have anything leaked last year before Aspen, which came towards the end, like in the beginning? Did we have anything leaked? No, I think we might have thought the same thing, right? At this point last year, that it was going to be boring again. Yeah, I mean, I think listen. So. And then it, yeah, yeah. Listen, um, I just watched Potomac, and I mean, and now we have all these other things coming up. Like, I'm really hoping Beverly Hills keeps their their stamina going. I hope they keep their stamina going. You know, I still think Beverly Hills and Jersey were the great two of these these past rounds. I think Jersey is having not as good a season as normal but it's such a necessary transition season that like danielle and rachel are the future of the show and melissa will be gone after this season and like this is the transition new jersey season that we need like it's jersey will look nothing like this again everyone says why didn't you talk jersey i talk it ad nauseum on the patreon oh yeah 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 no i mean and i don't mind doing it here i'm not purposely trying to not get to it we just you and i get so sidetracked I know we do. We have a lot to talk about. I mean, we didn't even get to, we have to wrap up, but we didn't even get to Jen's oh. statements, but don't worry. There'll be many more. We can do a whole show on that, but I don't know that 
people care. You know, the 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 visceral dis, you know, disdain for her over these, you know, stupid, foolish, uh, you know, I can't believe I'm in jail. I know I'm here, but I can't believe it. I, you know, I mean, again, again, you know, she writes 18 pages and there's two sentences about the victims, the victims bullshit. Every week she should highlight one of the victims and say, hey, Penny Puckett, who we've talked about at nauseum. I plan to get you the $20,000 that I owe you back by doing X, Y, or Z. Guys, here's Penny's Etsy, you know, thing. And of course, people are going to be like, fuck you, you pay her back. We're not paying her. But I mean, at least it's like highlighting these individuals that were completely scammed. She's such she's such a narcissistic piece of shit. And I'll rant about that next time. And and don't get me wrong. Like if you're in jail for even Teresa, I would have understood it. If you're in jail for like a year or nine months, I understand having someone run your social media because the world will basically be the same when you get out and you want to keep your followers. It's like, girl, it's six and a half years. So why are you having someone run your social media and putting these things out? You can't read. I mean, you're not, you don't have your phone in your cell under, under your blanket. So you can't read what people are saying. So it's like, why do you have, why do you care? Why do you care about reaching out to your followers? Like that is narcissistic because you're not getting a response. So in your head, you're doing this for some sort of like, and by the way, like what is, she said her best friend's name was K-Chain or K-Cop or K-Pack and her her best, but right. Like, you know, she's like, I went and, you know, today was breakfast. I had a piece of toast, an apple. I saved the instant oatmeal for later. And I had two crackers with cheese. Girl, what did you think it was going to be in prison? It's so stupid. It's the dumbest shit. And of course she's turned her comments off on her Instagram. So nobody can comment. So of course, you know, Bravo groups are recommenting, reposting, and then everybody is is weighing in. She's such a piece of shit. And again, I, you know what? I actually, she's more, I used to think the Chrisleys were more pieces of shit. Now I no. think she is. I know, I know. I've I, always said she's literally the worst piece the worst, of shit. The worst piece of shit. And, and, and by the know. way, right. And then also that whole thing where she's like, you know, detailing like her, her goodbyes to her children and girl. What do you think? You think you really thought, I mean, I don't know why I'm here. I know why I'm here. You know, it's like, yeah, you didn't think about this. That's the narcissism with her. It's like, you didn't think about your children who need you. You dumb fuck for, I mean, and again, I've said that I say this every time. Cause some people give me crap. Like you're so, why are you so angry? Like you shouldn't be so angry towards these people. I'm like, this wasn't a person who robbed a target at gunpoint because they needed the money because their child had cancer. They were, this is a person for nearly a decade who crafted this scam on people like Penny Puckett, a mid-American person who had to sell her home, has no money left, is 70 years old in retirement because Penny believed that the last $40,000 she had, she could make her Etsy business bigger and a go. I mean, this is not, again, this is not a person who, who, uh, you know, uh, you know, this person for Jen Shaw for eight, seven, eight years, the FBI was watching her when she signed her narcissistic ass up to Real Salt Lake, Real Housewives of Salt Lake uh, City. This person ha- was at this for a very long time. She's such a piece of shit. And I'm I glad think- to see people come around. And and again, and I, I, I she uses the, the Quran as a crutch and she uses social issues like Black Lives Matter. It's disgusting as, you know, oh, I'm a champion. You you are not. That is such a distraction. If you were a champion, again, you'd be highlighting every single victim every single day to this day. 
Ask Penny Puckett. You guys can find her on Facebook. She has never heard from Jen Shaw, Stewart, anybody else that scammed her. She's never heard from Jen's attorneys, like a letter from them. She's she, the only people that she's ever been in contact with is like Better Business Bureau, who like, I think got her $13,000 back. You can go and listen to our interview. That's it. Never, and, never heard from Coach, never heard from anybody, you know. And it's totally performative allyship. If it's you're so- like this and that, like, girl, people that really want to help, you know, BLM, and, and, you know, you're, you know, I came from Hawaii and all this. We, they do it very, very quietly, girl. They don't do it in fucking, look at me. I'm, I'm stand for the cause. Give me a fucking break. And by the way, by the way, I think she, she can't profit from it. Cause that's just what happened to Ghislaine Maxwell. And she was thrown in that solitary confinement because she, she gave an interview and they, found out she got money for it they threw her in solitary for like Good. four days I, these, I know. <laughs> these people are fucking criminals and then they're shocked that you know it's the same and i feel for the chris right? yes but you know savannah came out too oh my god my mom's um my mom is being mistreated in prison um it's cold it's freezing at night it's so hot during the day they have no temperature control it's like guys it's what the fuck do you i mean you know I, they they act completely shocked that they're being um, treated with less stellar than, you know, conditions. It's like, and again, I, I feel for Savannah. Savannah's trying to hold it down for that whole family, but the parents are so dumb. And then they're like shocked that they aren't, you know, this is like, luxury. You like need to go, right. As it is, I, I, I look at all these places and I'm like, half of them look like fine to me. I actually think the conditions are too nice. Everyone's in a camp. You you commit a, a white you, you like commit a white collar crime. I don't understand. Like I've always said this, all of them that Martha Stewart, um, what's his name? The one the, the worst one that that took everyone from New York. Uh, Madoff. I mean, I don't understand. You steal like millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars, which I never believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Show it all. I believe you stole millions of dollars. And then you hide plenty of it and then you get caught and then you go to a camp and then you get out. And guess what? When no one's looking, you access your $9 million and your life goes up. No one's life seems so skid row. I mean, yes, Madoff committed suicide and, and Ruth. And well, yeah, and both sure. his sons died. I mean, you know, Ruth right. is by herself completely. Right. Yeah. Which One is, son committed suicide. Yeah, I mean. But you like, know, but I, you know what I mean? Like then I, like when you. Bernie died of, um, didn't he have like cancer? Oh, he did. I thought he committed yeah. suicide. I don't even know. But well, like, you look at like, suicide. oh, I thought Bernie did too. You look at like Martha Stewart, who I worked for. I worked for her. You know, like they get out. And listen, I love Martha. I have a thing where I love Martha. You know, and I, but like they get out, and it's like their life is just fine. So I mean, like kidney really, failure. kidney failure. Oh, you're right. But again, I still feel six and a half years. I know it's a long time and everything. You still, Jen Shaw's getting out in her fifties. Now I know Peter on our podcast said that he doesn't want to be 50 years old and working at Sir with a cane. I, first of all, I don't know how old Peter is. It doesn't look so far off from 50. Let me just say that. Second of all, People that are 50 don't have canes. That's extremely young. Jen Shaw's going to be out at 50 something. You have your life ahead of you. For everyone listening who thinks 50 is old, you got a lot of time left, guys, if you're lucky. I mean- Um, Okay, I have to love you and leave you, by the way. I I don't want to make this sound like uh, I'm a Jen Shaw here, but I'm going to church. So, um, But mind you, Sarah, (laughs) before we go, just remember, as you are in church, just remember, 
Yeah. We, if anyone asks you if that, if you see Mary Cosby or anyone asks you for extra money, you say okay. no, you say no, it's no, no, no. And no. just remember, we are amidst a scandal. So I want you to have a good week and to just hold on to yourself because we have a scandal amongst <laughs> us and we are covering the scandal here in depth because that is what these people want, Sarah. People want. All right. Bye, David. I love you. Love you. Bye. bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.